She woke up to the sound of Zack crying. She fell asleep on the sofa after having a snack. She checked the time. 5.30 p.m. She rushed upstairs and comforted the baby. Zack stopped crying the moment she entered the room. Laura thought he was adorable. She carried him downstairs and turned on the television. She placed Zack on the floor, and he sat there, mesmerized by the colorful characters. Laura smiled and thought him really cute, and then she began to feel lonely. Laura looked around and saw a life so different from what she was living. She realized that she was lost. She recalled the incident in the library, the failing grades, all-night parties, the guys she met. It all seemed so ridiculous and irresponsible to her. Zack began laughing at something on TV. Tears began running down her face. Laura felt she needed to bounce back and take control of her life, but she was not sure if she still had it in her to change. She wiped her tears, and a few minutes later, a car pulled up. It was Anthony. She looked through the window and panicked when she saw him get out of the car. She rushed to a mirror, and in horror, saw her gothic self. She wanted to scream. She opened the door and welcomed Anthony home. Hello, he said to her in greeting, but he immediately noticed Zack behind her, walking towards the front door. He must have heard his voice. Hello there, little guy, he said, picking up Zack. He turned to speak to Lara, but she was gone. He looked through the open door and saw her running frantically towards their house across the street. The next morning, a Saturday, Laura woke up early to buy some things. A couple of hours later, she came home with a bag from a local department store. She quickly emptied the contents on her bed. A few items came out of it. An inexpensive hair coloring kit, nail polish, shaver, mascara, and liquid foundation. She took the hair coloring kit with her and went to the bathroom. She removed her clothes and dropped them inside a trash bin. Naked, she looked at herself in the mirror. She swallowed hard. She didn't like what she saw. She looked tired and wasted. She tried to remember what she felt the day before inside Tony's house, when she felt out of place. Laura tried to explain it to herself, but she couldn't. She wanted to bring back her whole self again. Laura rushed back to her bedroom and opened a secret drawer. Inside were packs of cigarettes. She took all of them and dumped them inside the trash bin, along with her goth clothes. She took the hair coloring kit and began mixing the cream and the developer solutions. It took her ten minutes to apply and emptied the contents of the applicator. She then wrapped her hair with a plastic hair cap that came along with the kit. She was breathing hard, as if she was excited to see her true self again. She missed her. Nobody cared about me when I was in high school, she thought to herself. Nobody paid any attention. That void, Maxine was all too eager to fill. Lara felt important when she was with her, and the feeling was more intoxicating for her than the drugs and the alcohol. Soon, she didn't realize it, but she was self-destructing. I can't do this to myself anymore, Laura said under her breath as she watched the hair-coloring cream turn her hair back to its natural blonde color. She stepped near the bathroom mirror and removed all her body piercings. She took a shaver and shaved her armpits and pubic hair. When she was done, she stepped back and looked at herself again. The only thing that I'm thankful for is that I lost weight she said to herself. 
She bit her lip and then smiled. She cupped her perky breasts and looked at her round butt. I can do this, she said, sensing a glimmer of hope. Lara closed the bathroom door and started towards the shower.